0: Your source for cruise news and planning. From Royal to Disney, this is Rope Drop on Deck. Welcome aboard to another Rope Drop on Deck. I am Doug McKnight, and this week I am here with Michelle McKnight. Welcome back, Michelle.
1: Thanks, and thanks for Joe for filling in for me last week. It was just a little too hectic of a week for me.
0: Yeah, it was band camp week, so we ended the week Friday night with a band exhibition at our high school. All three of our kids marching with the high school band this year, Michelle.
1: Well, kind of. Claire's not marching.
0: But she's in. Right. She's, she's in a, the pit. She's an eighth grader, but she's in the pit. She's playing the gong and the bass drum and a shaker and a triangle. Don't leave the triangle out, she says. That's the hardest. It's true. She said that. Anyway, and then uh, Samantha and Alden, of course, playing the trumpet. The trumpets won the uh, best section of the week, so I have to...
1: Is there another choice? There's really not, but
0: according to the people deciding, I think there was. I think everybody in charge wanted any other section other than the trumpets to win, but we've digressed. So today we're going to talk about the big question of cruise vacations versus theme park vacations. And when we talk about theme parks, we don't just mean Disney. There's also this place called Universal. I don't think we're quite comparing it to local theme parks, though.
1: No, this is like if you're going on a... I'll just say a big trip, you know. If you're going on a trip and you're planning to travel.
0: Yeah, so a bigger budget. Not like yeah. your afternoon at your local amusement park. Going yeah, because I would, I would say
1: most people, unless you live in Florida, you know, or California, really, yeah. you don't have, like, both at your, you know, fingertips and in- that's not a decision.
0: Yeah, so here we go. That will be the topic of the day. But first, let's get to some reviews. We had lots of great reviews come in this week because we kind of complained on social media about a bad review. Right, Michelle?
1: I, I just don't understand how emojis can actually be counted as a review. There's no words. There needs to be a word.
0: Yeah, so go to Apple, leave a five-star review, leave a five-star, we'll read it on air. If you have anything less than five stars, just message us what you think we need to improve upon, rather than leaving a review. Uh, Because the five stars is important in the mathematical formulation of how you see shows. Anyway, so we got a bunch. Um, I'm going to not go in chronological order. We're going to jump ahead and read... One called, titled Very Good Five Stars by Kraus Mouse Jr. So a few weeks ago, we read one from the Krauses. They were on our cruise with us on the fantasy. This is one of the kids left to review. And in a response to the bad one, that's why I think this one's hilarious, It's reads, smiley face, heart with a star, gold star, thumbs up. Perfect. Yeah, so the bad review was... Sad face, mad face, devil face, sad face. There you go. Excellent review, very creative. Uh, five stars to her for her review. Also, you, we've shared on social media their YouTube channel, so go check them out as well. So thank you for all the reviews, everybody that got in there and left some. We have a lot of great ones to read now. Uh, you won't have to me listen to me be sad about not having a review to read. So, all right, on to everyone's favorite. Part of the day or part of the show here it's the word of the day michelle will define it i will say it and this week it is galley what is a galley
1: the kitchen and cooking apparatus especially of a ship or airplane
0: all right yeah the kitchen but don't call it a kitchen it's a galley all right that one's pretty simple so there you go if somebody refers to the galley they're talking about the kitchen. All right, on to the news, your cruise news, brought to you by BackToTheMouse.com. Go check out BackToTheMouse.com for all your DCL photos of staterooms, menus, and everything else fun. So check it out. All right, so our first item this week is more Michelle's news. I'm having her do it. It is a nude cruise. Michelle, what is this nude cruise, and did you book us?
1: Um, no, and uh, I mean, you should...
0: I just, Just don't know.
1: Yeah. So not only is it just like a regular, like I would assume like a nude cruise would be like a three night, but no, this one's like 11 nights.
0: 11 nights? For a specialty nude cruise. This
1: is the 11 day excursion dubbed the 2025 Big Nude Boat. It's on Norwegian's um, Pearl, the Norwegian Pearl.
0: Yeah.
1: It departs Miami February 3rd, 2025. Stops include Great Strip Key, the Bahamas, San Juan, Puerto Rico, St. Lucia.
0: Wow. So it kind of gets into the Southern Caribbean in their Yeah. 11 nights of nudity. So there's got to be some rules, right? You can't just go to dinner naked, right? Like, can right. you?
1: Right. there. There are rules. I mean, they don't, you know, say all of them. But when the ship is docked in port alongside other ships, all passengers must be dressed throughout the vessel. <laughs> Mom, look at that ship. Including balconies, you know, the pool deck.
0: Because right? there would be a lot of ships that could look down onto the Pearl's pool deck because it's an older ship. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: They usually put a self-serve buffet on the Lido deck.
0: Oh, is... that way you don't have to get dressed yeah. for dinner. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Uh, this you is... have to
1: sit on a towel. Yeah. Okay. Like, while on the pool deck, because they don't want to have to, you know, desanitize the towels. All right. Photos can't be taken unless of other people unless, you know, they give permission.
0: So, you basically can't take any pictures of things. I mean,
1: I'm sure lots of these people don't mind.
0: I'm sure that's why they're on the cruise. Right, so. All right. Take the picture, ask later. Yep. Yeah. Okay, so nude cruise, Norwegian. This has been a theme, not the nude one, but Norwegian has been... Booking out a lot of specialty cruises with their older ships, haven't they?
1: Yeah, lots. Yeah, they got the Christmas Hallmark one.
0: That one actually makes sense. But some of the other was like the Rap one parked in Nassau yeah. a few weeks ago. And, like, you could hear all the stuff on the Wish. And I think it was more than the Disney Cruise Line bargained for. Like, you shouldn't be able to do that in port. Like, the new cruise at least says you can't do it in port. So that's why it's 11 nights. They got a few sea days in there to let it all hang out. Okay, let's move on. A production show is delayed on the Norwegian v- Viva. Is it Via or Viva?
1: There's another V.
0: Viva. I can't read or spell, folks. So the Viva is delaying its headline show, Beetlejuice the Musical. It will not be ready in time for the inaugural sailing, which is set for August 19th, so coming right up. They do not say when it will be available either. They say it could be for several sailings. So this really is the question of, should you book inaugural sailings if you want to see the ship at its full glory? What do you think?
1: I'm cruising to see the ship mainly and the destination. I'm not usually, you know, the stuff on board is an added bonus.
0: One show's not going to make or break your your day?
1: I don't think so.
0: So when we went on The Wish, we were on the third sailing. They did not have Aladdin ready yet.
1: We've seen Aladdin on other ships, so that's part of of our deal. Now,
0: what if Little Mermaid hadn't been ready? I mean, if
1: no shows were ready, then maybe, maybe, you know, maybe they should probably delay, but... I mean, I don't know. Beetlejuice be- is also traveling off of Broadway right now, yeah. so I mean, Sam asked to see it. That would—that's the next thing they want to see. So
0: okay, yeah. so there you go. Theater looks like a theater, and the picture is very exciting. So who knows when it will be ready? But this is also weird because back in June, Norwegian like basically announced, eh, "We're done doing Broadway-style shows, though," and then I'm they. Lots of-
1: Lots of ships. There were some. There's some that
0: survived the cuts, but most did not. And then now this one's delayed. It almost makes you wonder what's happening entirely. So, all right, there you go. Norwegian. Our first two news stories. Moving on to the development of Ocean Key. So it's a popular private island destination. It's owned by MSC Cruise Line. They got the green light to expand and enhance. To the tune of a hundred million dollars. I should have sounded like Dr. Evil when I said that. A hundred million dollars. No, okay, not going to do that. Anyway, that's a lot of money, Michelle. So there's going to be investments into both the guest experience and the backside, like the crew side. So uh, a solar farm, things like that will be added. Uh, The first phase, so this is Ocean Key is considered a marine reserve and so now they're into phase two so there'll also be some upgrades with the environment there's like a hundred protected species that were protected the first time they did this they've added a bunch of coral reef type structures back in Um, but they'll be adding a lot of things like three new buildings for staff housing solar farm storm and drain management we do not know exactly what they're adding on the guest side other than new entertainment areas a private yacht club experience and other amenities as yet undefined so don't know if they're gonna go the route of pools like royal caribbean has done or if they're gonna keep it more like disney where they've left it as a beach and they've had cabanas and that sort of thing so we will see but uh, it's pretty interesting type of island, a lot of nature. It, I think, shuts down in April, opens back up in May. It's not a very long, um, I want to call it a dry dock, but it's not. So it's April 7th through May 22nd of 2024. So six weeks. See what they can build in six weeks on a private island. So there you go, MSC making some upgrades. All right. Thoughts, Michelle? Does this make you want to sail on MSC? Not really. No, I'm surprised you didn't laugh as I asked that question. I, no. It's just not for everyone. How about that as an answer? All right. Last news item. So, not sure how we missed this back in June, but you say it's news now because Disney sent an email, correct?
1: Yeah, all the travel agents got an email.
0: Saying the price increased?
1: Yeah, I didn't read oh, it.
0: Oh, didn't read I, it because we already know. Um, so Disney's onboard internet prices have gone up. Disney has three internet speeds. This is not Starlink. It's something else. This is on four of their five ships. The Disney Wonder is left to uh, just languish in the yeah middle of nowhere internet land. Uh The one email I believe says the price rollouts at the end of July. However, these were our prices in June. So I don't really understand what the email is talking about. So it went from for the stay connected package, which they should title it if you want to be frustrated by the internet connect package. uh, It went from $12 to $18 for a 24 hour period and then the basic surf package which is what we got on our last cruise i don't think we had a problem with it speed wise correct we had the middle package the kids never really complained No. everything seemed connected no one complained we that's that
1: we told them that we could always upgrade them and no one ever no asked, one demanded so. it
0: so it went from $24 to $28 for a 24-hour period. And then the Premium Surf Package, where you can Zoom, FaceTime, stream all your Hulu you want, $36 to $42. Also, to note, TikTok does not work, except on the Premium Package. So you're, you're making a pretty good jump to be able to stream YouTube, TikTok, basically any videos that's your premium surf package. So we did do the premium surf package for one of our cabins on a three night wish over Thanksgiving so we could stream World Cup soccer games. But we we're in two different cabins. So one cabin did the one package, and one the cabin with only two people did the premium surf. So, but if you you can pay for it by day, which the day starts at midnight. So don't buy it at eleven fifty at night or you're paying for a whole day for ten minutes. But um you can pay for the whole voyage if you do a whole voyage. It's twenty percent less, and then every um, additional not user, what device is also twenty percent less. So adding the second device is cheaper, and then the third device and the fourth. So it starts to the percentages get better, but it's still pretty darn expensive. Um, Michelle, how do you feel about this?
1: I'm still like in love with disney's internet compared to what it used to be so honestly i'd pay, honeymoon I'd, period I'd, I'd probably pay anything right now still so
0: all right the honeymoon period still in effect for disney cruise line internet and you know it's only been about
1: a year a other over a year. other
0: cruise lines have been fast for a long time even before starlink so yeah. zoom right is what it was called yeah it was plenty efficient on royal caribbean and celebrity so there you go That's the news of the day on to the topic of the day, a cruising vacation versus a theme park vacation. All the things to talk about here and lots of different ways to plan both of these reasons to do both of these. But Michelle, between the two different ones, let's start out with when someone like say reaches out to you to plan a vacation. They're like, I'm not sure. Should I go on a cruise or should I go to the parks? What are some of the big planning hurdles one way or the other?
1: So I get this question a lot. I would say one of the big planning hurdles is are your dates flexible? What is your budget? And do you have passports?
0: Hmm. Yeah, passports are kind of an important thing.
1: I mean they're technically not, right? Yeah, but they're still But in my mind, telling my clients they need a passport, I always preface it with you it's not required on lots of lots of cruises. However, I still don't leave home without it.
0: Yeah. So, what, when you say, are you flexible, is that more like the cruise line because you have to shoehorn into their schedule?
1: Yeah. So, like, if you have this set, exact set of dates, you want to be gone for seven nights, but it starts on a Wednesday. Lots of times that's not going to work. I mean, you might find a very off, you know, scheduled cruise. Well, it might be one of the
0: nude cruises.
1: (sighs) Not even going there. You but most most of the major cruise lines their seven night cruises leave on a Saturday or Sunday, sometimes Friday, Monday, depending on the destination, right? But most of the time it's a Saturday, Sunday. So if you really want to travel in the middle of the week, that's what works best for you. Cruising for seven nights might not be for you. So that's what I mean by flexibility, you know, if you have set days. Yeah.
0: And with the theme parks, you can check into a hotel on any day. And you can check out on any day, any length, and not have to worry about that. That's one advantage. And the theme parks are open every day.
1: Yes, they don't close for holidays either. So.
0: Yeah, and you know exactly where the theme parks will be. So yes. that's, that's one advantage. Theme parks is you can pick exactly the days you want to go here, here, and here. Where a cruise line, they dictate the schedule. Yes, back to the nude cruise there was people on our star wars day at sea cruise that had no idea they booked a star wars cruise do you think people can book a new cruise and get there and be like oh my gosh i didn't know
1: so the nude cruise i'm i'm 99 I'm confident it's chartered okay so you have to book through a certain travel agency through a certain
0: okay all right company. i was my sorry my brain was just you have starting to, to worry with the
1: hallmark one
0: okay so because there were some people on my Star Cruiser that weren't really sure what they were doing there.
1: Yeah, so like when we say Norwegians themed, you know, cruise, it's a little bit different than Disney's themed cruise, really. Yeah, for the most part, mm-hmm. unless like it's a DVC thing. Then, yeah, that's you know. a whole nother. Yeah,
0: but. whole nother show there. Disney theme cruises. Okay, moving on. More about planning. So when you're going to the theme park, let's say we've booked, we've picked what we're doing. Cruise line, theme park, what's next? Is there a lot involved with planning for a cruise versus a theme park?
1: Well, I I would say that a cruise is more in-depth planning at first because...
0: You're picking it?
1: You have to pick the ship. You have to pick the company. You have to pick... Because we're not just talking about Disney cruises, in my opinion, Mm -hmm. because I have a lot of people that compare Royal Caribbean to Universal. You send them three different
0: cruise lines so they're picking yeah
1: yeah so you have to pick the cruise line you have to pick the actual ship you have to pick what room on the ship you yeah there's i think it's more probably in-depth planning right then and there on accommodations and i don't destination with a
0: theme park you're basically just you're picking your dates then you got to pick your resort and then right, room and, type. and room type which I mean that's not that big a deal there. And then you need to pick your number of days in the park or park tickets, right? Where the cruise line at the beginning you're picking a lot more because you got to decide not only like I mean theme parks you're deciding between like Disney World and Universal, but cruise line there's a lot more options, right?
1: Yeah. I mean you could do Disneyland too. I'm I you know, you have got California oh, that's with cruises. True, it does
0: exist, doesn't right. it? Yeah.
1: But I mean, so if you only want to do a Disney cruise, right? So then that's not such a big, broad thing Swath. because there's yeah. only five ships, right? But if you you want to do a Royal Caribbean cruise, there's a lot of ships. Just a few. So just kind of narrowing it down is a little bit more difficult in the beginning, I would say. Yeah. That was your question?
0: Yeah, I think so. Because what, there's 20-some ch- ships? Yeah, there's a lot. It's kind of like Disney hotels, though. But picking your Disney hotels is easier than picking a, a royal ship, I would think, because there's different categories and the prices vary a lot.
1: There's categories on ships and okay. categories on in rooms. but
0: So it seems complicated unless, either way?
1: It's I mean, it's a little bit complicated. Use a travel agent, just PSA. But if you have no idea where to start with a cruise, in my opinion, that's going to be more
0: overwhelming yeah but if it's like your fourth or fifth cruise you probably have an idea of what you want to do sure yeah What if it's your first time at a theme park though okay you book the initial thing you have the initial stuff booked plan you and it's a year out so you're sitting around for six months then what which becomes more work disney world or a cruise
1: disney world 100% why? Like from, from like after you book to going on the, on the trip. Okay. I think it's because you still, you have, you have dining right now. You're booking it to 60 days.
0: So you have to plan in advance your dining, your sit down meals for the theme parks, but on a cruise ship, you don't necessarily have to plan them in advance because you always have main dining rooms and then you can add on the other stuff even once you're on board, which is an advantage compared to the theme parks.
1: Right, I wouldn't add it on board. I would still book it in advance, but there's not a set date where it's going to open up on a cruise ship.
0: True, and there's also Ex- not...
1: Except for Disney. Yes, Sorry.
0: Disney complicates it. The other
1: it. ones just open at will.
0: Disney likes there's certain days where everybody has to log on and do nonsense. But,
1: but Disney, for dining, there's only one to two choices, depending on the ship. So that has that's not
0: Very necessarily... simple.
1: Yeah, and those are above an extra, whereas in the theme park you have to either, you know, do a sit down dining or you need to do
0: quick service. Always have to find food in a theme park because there's not a main dining assigned. There's nothing like that. So that's definitely a thing. So when we talk about planning, let's talk about the the next step. So if you're going to Disney World, you gotta figure out what attractions you're gonna do, how you're gonna plan your day as you lead into it, where for the cruise line, that would be kind of equivalent to just simply looking at what kind of venues there are, what kind of stuff you can do on board. Are you going to study the ship a little before you go? That's it. Where the Disney World, you can go in depth in the unofficial guide, all like seven thousand pages, and kind of lose your mind.
1: Right. I mean, with a cruise ship, you're you're limited to what's on board. So once you're booked, you know you can you can look at what's on board a little bit more in depth, but you you're not going to have a schedule or. Um All you're going to know is that you have a port day this day. You can do excursions that day. But if you're, you know, on the ship, that's when you can check out the ship.
0: I I guess planning your excursions would be a little more equivalent to thinking about whether or not you're going to do Genie Plus. Or like back when you had to book Fast Passes, which it sounds like you're going to be booking Lightning Lanes come 2024 in advance, just like we used to do with Genie Plus or with Fast Pass Plus. So... Would you call planning your excursions real daunting? It doesn't have to be, does it?
1: No, basically, you've, you know, what interests you read over, just read over the ones that are offered in your cruise planner or, you know, on Disney's website. And that's real, I mean, those are the ones that are offered. And if you don't like them, and I guess you can expand and go with an outside company, but most likely an outside company is going to have the same excursions, Mm -hmm. just different, possibly age ranges. Disney tends to, and even Royal Caribbean tends to, raise the age level on some of the excursions where a private company does not take that with a grain of salt, you know, if you think it should be lowered, in your opinion.
0: Yeah, the excursions are definitely, you can make them as little effort as you want. You can look at the list the cruise line provides and be like, that looks fun, click, and you're done, right? You show up that day and you go. Where if you're going to the theme parks, You look through all the attractions, you come up with a plan in your head, you don't just show up with a sticker on and follow a sign around all day. like You're on your own navigating the parks. I think that's one huge difference in experiences between a cruise, even on an excursion, they kind of take care of you, right? Where in the theme parks, you are on your own unless you're going to book like a VIP tour or something. But then we're talking that's more comparable to like the highest level concierge type service on a cruise ship, right? Yeah. Yeah. So theme parks, I think, are a lot more work on that day to day and planning what you're going to do and get into. Let's talk a little bit about the accommodations because the rooms are different on a cruise ship and in a hotel and like occupancy rules. Because you can't just have, like, your friends show up and stay with you on a cruise ship. Where, like, you may book a room with two adults and then, like, all of a sudden your buddies you are there. You shouldn't be doing that. Oh, acts. you should never do that. It's against the law, but people do it. But you really can't do that on a cruise ship. Like, you're not going to get on board. So explain how occupancy is a thing with cruise ships, Michelle.
1: Most cruise ships, most cruise lines, have occupancy rules for each room. On Royal Caribbean, there's lots of two-person rooms. You know, there's lots of three-person rooms, some some four-person rooms, right? There's not a lot of five-person rooms. So even though, you know, your kid could sleep on the floor, you, mm-hmm. you're not getting on there because you have to be on the, the manifest to get on yes. board. Um, Disney, to say Disney World Universal, they have lots of rooms, quite a few rooms actually, that have two queen beds or two queens and like a day bed. Okay, so there's lots of rooms at sleep five, so. Mm-hmm. Um, however, on a cruise ship, you could do a room for two and a room for three, and you're guaranteed the connecting door in the middle if you can find one that works for you. Where Disney, Universal, they're only gonna guarantee you have that connecting door, actually just Disney, with two adults and kids. If you have more than two adults, they're not gonna guarantee that connecting door for you. So, accommodation-wise, I mean, it varies from cruise ship to cruise ship. Disney will let you put um, two people in a five-person room. Royal Caribbean will not. They are there to maximize the amount of people that can be in a room or on the ship, I guess I should say. So if they have a five- to six-person room, they're going to want at least four people in that room.
0: Oh, interesting. Yeah. So even if that's the exact cabin I want, I can't have it.
1: Most of the time, yes. Now there is a time, like closer to sailing, where you might be able to, um, if they're, you know, they just really want someone in it, that's when they open it up to other people. So lots of times they have different categories of balconies, and that works that works to people's advantage. Sometimes if they wait until the last minute if there's still there right now ships Oof. are really full so i wouldn't i wouldn't do that but you might be able to switch categories or something at the last minute if you see something open i would definitely book and get on board if that's the ship you want on but.
0: all right let's talk about the actual rooms what rooms do you think are better hotel rooms at a theme park or staterooms on a cruise ship or is that too broad of a question to even ponder answering
1: well i like space so i mean if you want space Usually, it's going to cost more.
0: Mm-hmm. No matter on, where you are.
1: Yeah, but especially on a cruise ship. Yeah. There are limited suites on a cruise ship. Where, like in the parks or Disney Universal, there are multiple suite types.
0: Yeah. A lot more square footage on land. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. And especially when you look at dollar per square footage, one thing I would think that jumps out at me is when you book a cruise vacation. You're booking more of what would be called a deluxe accommodation. If you're looking at like the Disney or Universal type tiers of resorts, they're all the higher level. The, the cruise lines, like that high level, they're like deluxe. You're not finding value rooms on a cruise ship necessarily, correct?
1: I mean, you've got inside rooms.
0: Yeah, but they're still like the bedding's nicer. The, everything's nicer than like a value room on land. Right. Right. Other than a window. But who needs a window?
1: I mean, the location on the ship also could make it a...
0: Value? Well, I think value and cruise line is doesn't go together,
1: really. I mean, it can be if it's an older ship and they haven't refurbished it.
0: True. Like the allure of the seas?
1: No, that's still way better. Okay. that We're not old the, yet? Yeah. Okay.
0: Okay. I just think that on land, you go to the theme parks, you're going to get a bigger room. On the cruise ships, you're going to get a smaller room, but yet nicer than I think most, like, let's compare Pop Century to Disney Cruise Line Inside Stateroom. Do you think that's, you can't tell me those are comparable. The toilet paper alone is better, and the towels and bedding, the bed's way too nice to be compared to all-star sports.
1: True, very true. Yeah.
0: It's more online with, you know, Beach Club, Yacht Club, Boardwalk. Don't know why I'm only stuck around Epcot. I don't know either. All right, let's move on. Entertainment. The big thing with entertainment between the cruise line and a um, theme park vacation is you're entertained all day either way, right? Both have pools. Both have shows. But one is full of rides. The other one is full of, like, activities. Would you say that's a fair assessment? Yeah, I think so. Which do you like better, entertainment-wise?
1: Over the last few years, I've definitely leaned towards cruises more than...
0: I don't believe those words, really.
1: I know. I mean, when I'm at the parks, I definitely enjoy it. Like, that is definitely... I enjoy all the attractions, but I've definitely come to enjoy cruising more than theme park visits
0: okay so the entertainment i I think it depends on what you are if your roller coasters are your number one two and three things you'd like to do then the theme park makes more sense if you like to leisurely take in a show then i think the cruise line makes more sense right if you really like trivia then the cruise line makes more sense too all right enough about that let's compare the food quality we talked about food like from the booking of food earlier but let's talk about like what's included like food on the cruise ship included food at a theme park michelle in
1: 2024 at disney world you can get the dining plan but it's still not going like to include everything i not it cannot include three meals a day it's not going to include all the drinks you need or snacks so
0: yeah it's a different definition of included right yeah it's a plan it's right. not included kind of like a drink package it doesn't necessarily get you everything, yeah, but it gets you a lot of things. So, um, I think the food is better on a cruise ship. Maybe it's just because volume is better, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's just it's different. I I don't understand what you what do you mean? Better well, is a
0: which do you like better, food on a cruise ship or food at a theme park?
1: Well, I just like the simplicity of the cruise ship.
0: Because you don't have to I don't think. have to
1: walk to find it. I don't have to. I mean, yes, you walk you a little walk, bit, but always. nothing like a theme park.
0: True. It's whatever you have booked that night is within five minutes of you all the time. Where a the theme park, if you have to hop from one park to another and take a monorail and a boat and a bus, it's a lot of work. Like, just think about Hoopty Do Review. That's a lot of work to get to.
1: That's our last time we went to Hoop. Is that the last time we went to well, it
0: Rained and th- the lightning stopped the boats from running, and we
1: took an Uber that was questionable. And...
0: Oh my God, that was a disaster.
1: Yeah,
0: don't do it, kids. Don't do it's fun. Do it, it's wonderful experience, but don't go with us. So, all right, I don't know how to discuss food between theme parks and because the like the counter service food you get at a theme park is still on a cruise ship, right? It's on the pool deck, same thing. Except on the cruise I walk up and ask for it and they hand it to me magically. It feels so much better than a theme park where I have to hand them money or a dining credit.
1: Right. It's the price. You're not even talking about the food right now. You're talking about the price. Yeah. And what's included and what's not. That's not technically you you keep talking about food quality, food and but quantity. And then it comes down to But really it's it's included or it's not included.
0: So food's included. Which is fantastic. On a cruise, yes. And room service is and isn't included depending on the cruise line you're on.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. We did a whole show on that. That was clear as mud. Um, So food, it's good. Let's talk about what else is or isn't included that you may find on a cruise ship versus theme park. Like Disney Cruise Line has soda included. Uh, The theme parks definitely do not. Uh, Universal, you can buy like a Coke freestyle cup and keep using that same thing with royal you can buy the coke freestyle thing and keep using that so that's fairly equivalent um the shows are all included both um you're never buying lightning lanes on the cruise ship though for any kind of experience so i feel like once you've paid there's no experiences you really pay for but on norwegian you're paying for like laser tag and go-karts and other stuff right yeah, but like movies are included that ha- both ships have theaters. The ships that have them. Is ice skating included? Yeah, yeah, that's included. So there's lots of entertainment included on both. I feel like the only big difference there is in the theme parks you have to pay for like your Lightning Lane type stuff, which is a pretty hefty thing. It adds up for a family of five over the course of a week. But your excursions aren't included. You pay for your excursions. Right. Right.
1: You could get off and just, you know, walk around.
0: You could. You could be very cheap on your excursions, just be there for the cruise. We're cheap on excursions when we go to Nassau and the Bahamas, right? I couldn't imagine doing that in Europe, though. If I'm going to go to Europe, I'm going to do something like an excursion where I actually learn something, correct?
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah, don't just get off and walk around there. We did that in one port. We regret it.
1: Yeah, can. Yeah,
0: can. We can do not do that again. Okay, let's move on to the another one here. The energy level you need for cruising versus theme parking. Michelle, which one is relaxing and which one is exhausting?
1: Well, both can be exhausting.
0: You can make it that way, yes.
1: But you can definitely relax more on a cruise for sure.
0: Hundred percent. Although we're pretty good at relaxing at theme parks now, I don't know if you've noticed that. What? We've taken some breaks in the middle of the day that are longer than we're in the parks.
1: Well, that's still not as much relaxation as you can get on a cruise ship.
0: No, not at all. It's not even close. We can relax like
1: like you don't have you don't have to get up early on a cruise.
0: No, like, the face stays for a open. C-day. Late for long. I mean, you don't no. have
1: to get up for the theme parks either, but then you're just gonna stay more stay more time in stand in line more
0: yeah sleeping in on a c-day really doesn't set you back on the day you may miss some activities that are on the schedule but you know that schedule beforehand so you're making that decision where if you sleep in at the theme parks you're like just standing in line all day you really need that rope drop time to get get things going so i think that's one big thing is theme parks tiring also Let's talk about fireworks. Like, So Disney does fireworks at sea. Disney does fireworks every night in theme parks. Which one is a thousand times more relaxing to get to and enjoyable?
1: Eh. Oh. Uh, I'm not a fan of fireworks at sea. I mean, it's, it's cool. because they're too but... short
0: and not that big?
1: Oh, well, yeah. And like, yeah.
0: Because it's not Happily Ever After?
1: Yeah. I mean, you don't have a castle behind it. like. Wow. I know. She's. Not, I'm not, I could probably skip that.
0: Do you remember the fireworks when they first came back from uh, the COVID shutdown? There are two and a half minutes. That was perfect. It was the right length. You stood on your little green dot. <laughs> no one was near you. Best fireworks ever. Yeah. I will stand by that statement.
1: Um, one thing, one other thing is um, child care is usually included up to a certain hour on board. There, So like if you want a break from your kids, you can get it you know, included, um, if you want to break for your kids in the parks, well, good luck.
0: That's a whole other...
1: You're either booking a VIP tour, <laughs> you still have to go with that. Go what on if you bell. send
0: your kids on a VIP you tour? You can't do that. Okay. No. Well, there's babysitting agencies there is, out there, but, but that's it's not, a decision.
1: And it's not included.
0: No, not at all. It's very expensive. And, you know, the nursery age is usually not included on a cruise ship, but there's really not that many kids that cruise... Under that age
1: I think there's actually quite a few
0: Compared to the older ones there's not
1: But those are the ones that cost more For daycare too, correct? Mm -hmm. So like I don't Kids didn't go to daycare
0: No, no they did not So there you go That's a lot of different things included So let's answer the, the big question The lingering question here Michelle Which is better, a cruise vacation Or a theme park vacation
1: just depends on your family. There's no, there's not an answer.
0: Wow. You think deep. You think there's an answer? I think there is.
1: I mean, for me, but I'm not, I not every family is exactly like me, so.
0: That's true. I think what I like, so at the holidays, where the theme parks get really, really busy, I think cruising is better. The off season during hurricane season, that's when a theme park can be busy better because a theme park capacity it's set but they never reach it it goes up and down so like it gets crowded it gets uncrowded where a ship there's a maximum capacity they ain't getting more people on there now there are less full cruises which is fantastic and we are all spoiled by the return to cruising when they're at like 30 percent. that was something special but i like cruising because there's that hard max on how many people can be on the ship
1: yeah. I like cruising because you're seeing different destinations. You can, you don't have to. You could always book the same cruise if you want to. But lots
0: of people do. Yeah. I've met people that have only done the dream and the wish.
1: Yeah. And I mean, that might be because of, you know, that's what fits their schedule and that's where yeah. they can get away. So great. But
0: I do like. Do you think they'll go on the utopia of the seas now? Maybe. Maybe. Okay. Sorry, I interrupted.
1: Uh, yes. Yeah, so, but I like different destinations. So if you go back to the theme parks, right, like over and over and over again, most likely, you've seen everything except for maybe the newest thing.
0: Yeah. And every experience at a theme park is different as your kids get older. As you get older, you experience them differently. So, not saying you can't, the rewritability of that vacation isn't there. Oh, because, I've, I mean, I've
1: been to the theme parks yeah. like, you know, a hundred times. Right.
0: So. so, we're not saying you can't go back, you know, every five years or two years or one year because we definitely do. But uh, I, I like how you, you mentioned the different destinations. I mean the only place with different destinations in the theme park is Epcot. And those countries get old after a while.
1: Yeah, they're the same.
0: They need to mix those up. <laughs> Come on, Epcot. Get us a new country already. So
1: But it, but that being said, like going to the theme parks, you know, like there's some things I still haven't done. So it's not like I've done everything, been there, done that.
0: What haven't you done?
1: I haven't done all of the things in the in the countries that I've caught.
0: Well, What haven't you done in the world showcase?
1: There has to be shows I haven't seen.
0: Name it. I can't I can't think of it. Well, the new the beauty and the beast show? Sure. In France? Sure. Yeah, you shouldn't though. I mean, we've even gone to the new movie at the land pavilion that's not even new anymore that Phil Dumphy narrates. I don't
1: do all the the animal trails in Animal kingdom,
0: but you've done them once.
1: I don't think I have actually. Pretty confident um, I have not. We have an amazing zoo in Omaha, so I yes. animals are not my
0: spoiled. We're spoiled, so all right. So I guess we did not answer the question of which is better.
1: Well, we answered. I mean, I answered mine.
0: Personally, I like cruising better.
1: There you go. We answered it, but every person is different, and it's also different in different stages of your life. So
0: true. So this week, get on social media, let us know why you like cruising better than theme parks. (laughs) How about that is the question. We gave kind of why we like it better, and we attempted to compare the two vacations, but I was mostly distracted by the nude cruise news. So, all right, I think that's it, Michelle. We, We thoroughly beat this horse.
1: I worry that you're still talking about the nude cruise.
0: You should be. All right, well... Everybody, make sure you go give us that five-star review on iTunes. We'll try to – oh, Apple Podcast. my bad. We'll read it on air eventually. And then um, follow us on social media at RopeDropOnDeck on on all the things, including threads, except – TikTok. No tick, no tick. We do have an
1: email address.
0: We do have an email address. So email us at something (laughs) –
1: RopeDropOnDeck at gmail.com.
0: Yeah. Deck at gmail.com also if you're looking to book a vacation a cruise vacation with michelle you can email her at michelle at touringplans.com and for michelle i'm doug this has been another rope drop on